welcome to Vision Scope, a program designed to educate and inform on matters relating to disabilities. My name is Wilbert Williams. We try to bring you programs that are educational and informative. And so we hope that you will really enjoy today's program. We have a very special guest with us today. He is Assis and he is from Germany and um, he's totally blind but he's here to tell his story and we are go going to learn a thing or two from him aziz welcome to the yo, program yo 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 greetings yes. yeah my name my name is uh, aziz vi and yes. i'm originally from west africa based in germany and i'm so happy to be in the program today hmm. aziz i always like to um, have a little bit of a humorous play at the beginning of our discussions um, yeah, tell our listeners what you look like all Who right is yes <laughs> aziz vi is a young man yes. um i lost my sight at the age of 17 through yes. a football accident Mm-hmm. And then uh, I do music. Through music, I happen to be strong from the disability because music is music was the only way out for me to be there. And I give thanks for that. And I give thanks to the people who are also supporting. But as is Ria is a young person, simple and easy, ready to go and ready to sensitize the world and then to let them know that disability does not mean inability. That sounds good and 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 that's great. But you still haven't answered my question. What does Assis <laughs> look like? Assis is uh, fair and complex, and then uh, uh, one eighty long, uh, not that much fat, and I'm totally visual, totally blind. I can't see anything, and then uh, yeah, that's it. And with my so, hair, so, so you are saying you are saying that Assis is medium built. You know, yeah. Sorry, I'm saying the Dutch one. You know, <laughs> and and uh, and um, a little on the tall side. I, yeah, exactly. Because I yeah. like doing sport. Also, I'm doing sport always because I don't yeah. let my body to overcome me. You know. So <laughs> is 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 a C a handsome guy? Uh, <laughs> I I think that one will will be will be uh, uh, explained by the people that are following on my pages and all those stuff because of I don't like to. <laughs> uh, yeah, but help. but but yeah. what but what what does Assis think of himself? Does he think that he's handsome? <laughs> yeah, I, I I I'm not thinking about it, but I know that I am as as <laughs> as I am. Well, if you know it. <laughs> Tell the world that yeah, is a, a young handsome person. Yeah, yes, that's what I want to hear. Tell the world. <laughs> it's a young Tell handsome person. Because yeah. you know, I mass of the place sometimes when I go out, all the ladies, you know, say, Oh, what a grandma, you what yes. to your eyes. You see what I mean? And you want to keep it, you want to keep it a secret rather than than letting the the world know exactly what you look like. Hmm? Mm. So so Aziz. You, yeah, man. You were born in the Gambia. Yes, man. What is the Gam? What is the Gambia like? 
Gambia is a is a young young a little country called Gambia, mm. and then um three one point three million people population, and then it's a tourist destiny. But when it comes to um disability or blind people, mm. many of them are not well educated about it, and it is it is very uh, complicated sometimes. But at this time, I think they are learning from what the blind people can do in that country. What is, where is Gambia located? Gambia is located in the west coast of Africa, um, neighbor to Senegal, surrounded by Senegal and the Atlantic Ocean. Mm -hmm. And its main language is what? Yeah, they have, uh, the, the official language is English. French? No, English. Okay. No French, English and no. other type, other, langu other local languages. English and some local languages. Yeah. So, so if you're doing business in Gambia, you're going to do business using English. English, yeah, man. Yes, yes. So, where did you go to school, Assis? Yeah, I started schooling in the Gambia before I lost my sight. I went up to the grade six level. Then that's the time I have an accident through football because I was also very good in football. Then from there, I, I get this uh, side problem. It was very tough for me because of the only thing uh, a person with a visual impaired in the country to uh, have to do when you became a visual impaired person, uh, all what they're thinking for you to be in the street begging. So, mm -hmm. but for me, unfortunately, I was not that type of person. I have a vision. So I always encourage my parents to tell them that, you know, this is what I wanted to do. And I'm not going to be here. Uh, in this street, and I'm not going to do it. So I happened to uh, learn uh, the Braille, a little bit of the Braille, and then continue in music. Okay, so now, what, what prompted you to leave Gambia? Yeah, I leave Gambia because of music, and then because of also I need a place whereby I can learn and then help myself and then learn skills to help other people. This is the how reason did, why. How I, did it come about? Did your family move, or you you moved and left your family? How did it all happen? I move alone, man. I move alone, man. Stand alone, man. I what? move alone, man. <laughs> what man? I big. Move, <laughs> I move alone. Yeah, you know, and I'm still, you know, doing my thing alone. Yeah. So, how do you get? How did you get that opportunity to move? The, your family was able to finance it, or you got a scholarship, or what? Yeah, for the for the financial side, because of, uh, through my music, I happen to get access uh, 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 with what which with whatever I am doing with music. It mm -hmm. helped me to get mm -hmm. access to what I wanted to do. Because of in my own country, also I was not relaxing. I have. I am doing all the things to show the people that we can also do it because I've been to many competitions also in the Gambia and mm. many people have started recognizing what I am doing. And then I have good connections, good links, both home and abroad. Mm. Yeah, man. So I know you were eager to move from Gambia, but, <laughs> but it must have been difficult for you to leave family and friends and move to a strange country. What was it yeah. like? What was it like? Tell us. Yeah, at, at the beginning, it was a little bit uh, complicated because of, you know, many people are saying, okay, you, you've been a blind person. Why are you going? Do you know where you're going? Will you be able to manage it? It will be very difficult. But I said to myself, 
as long as there is life, there is everything. So I am strong in, in, in anything that I am doing. I just mm. feel that I have to go because when the time comes to go, you have to go no matter mm. what. Mm -hmm. So you, so take us, take us on the journey. You, you packed your bags and decided <laughs> to leave Gambia for Germany. Eh? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I um, packed my things from there to Morocco, Morocco to, you know, Spain, and then where I am now. Where are you now? I'm in Germany. Next You're to in Germany. So, so did you stop in those other countries or it was just an in-transit travel? Yeah, I sometimes I spend little time for my music and then, you know, make some friends and then continue because of the main target of my life was, you know, to be in Germany and then to, to get medication from my eyes because of I have the hope, the, the medication of German, they have good doctors and then they have good medication whereby mm -hmm. I can come here and then get back my sight and then to be able to continue with life. Okay, so that was your main ambition. To, to, yes, man. to get to Germany so that the doctors could work on your eyes with the Definitely. view of getting back your sight. Um, yeah, man. Have you started on that mission or? Yeah, that was the first thing that I started doing here. And then I mm -hmm. have control and all those things, checking doctors, checking up and down. And then, yeah, man. And then I'm still doing my controlling. Okay. So, so talk to us now about going to Germany. Did you know German before you got to Germany? I, I have never any had German? any. I have friends. I have German friends. When I was in Gambia, mm. I have some German musicians who normally come to visit me in Gambia. I, I have a little bit suspicious, suspicious of their language. Mm. Yeah, man. But, but you, you, you didn't have enough to get by on your own, did you? No. No. <laughs> so what no. is it? What is it like now that you have been in Germany? Is it improving? Yeah, now it's improving. Before when I come here early, earlier, it was very difficult to communicate. But I only communicate with English. But now I can little bit communicate with them with their language, and I'm mm -hmm. also right now writing a song in their own language, which I'm mm -hmm. about to record also in their language. Okay, so you are really getting comfortable. With the language step by step yes yes um all right talk to us a little bit about when you arrived in germany um what 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 was the major setback for you when you got there did you encounter any <laughs> yeah man when i come here earlier uh, the first time i came into germany the thing is you know, the food that I met here and then, you know, not knowing the type of food that they are eating. And then I said, oh, okay, this is new to me, you know. Mm. But I, I was able to overcome it, but also meeting the people that are coming the same, uh, uh, from the same country that I'm from. Some of them, I have never known them in my own country and I meet them here. It was so, you know, difficult, difficult for me to reunite with them. And then um, I've been with them for almost uh, two years. but. Unfortunately, I have to move to go on my own to continue with my life. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you, 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 you have not been able to stay with them for too long? No, not at all. Okay. 
uh-huh. because of you know some of them uh, they come from my country they don't know nothing about disability they don't know mm-hmm. nothing about blindness you know when yes. you live with them sometimes yes. uh, you understand so all yes. those stuff that they yes. are saying or what they are oh, I said no this is not yeah. me I see what is it what is it like trying to work in germany yeah in germany yeah, there's a lot of opportunities and then for the blind people because of when you um allow yourself to be educated you mm-hmm. will learn a lot of skills and then that will help you to be part of the jobs that they can give because of they respect people with visual impaired they respect people with uh, different able things i always call them you know because mm-hmm. of they they give chance to people to do what they can do you know are you connected with any associations for the visually impaired in in germany i mean one of the biggest international blind school in germany this is where i'm learning right now because i have already did their a level and i do their b level now i'm going to the one level to go to the second uh, number two level which is next year okay mm. Tell us a little bit about that training institution. What is it like? Um, yeah. Give us an idea. Yeah, when it when I said A level, A level is just like the beginners who cannot even speak the language. You have to start with that one. So mm-hmm. with A level, they are speaking and you are responding. This is how you go. The B level, a, a B two level. That one you'll start writing little, little their language. But mm-hmm. A1 is whereby you will have to do an exam for their language. And you are using the computer, then you have to use also the Braille. And then the B2, that one is the tough one. If you mm-hmm. pass that one, means you are going for a training course whereby you will have to do a skills to help yourself in the future. Okay. Uh, it, is it a requirement for citizenship? that you learn the language yeah you must have a resident you must have a resident in this country before you join those things yeah but i mean to learn the language you 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 can't become a citizen unless you know the language or you have to learn the language you have to be well you have to well be integrated well mm-hmm. integrated and then yeah that's it, that you have to work also okay yeah so currently you are besides learning german what else are you doing german and music and anything yeah. else german and music and my family are you so you have a family in germany now <laughs> yeah man <laughs> talk to us about it um yeah. What, yeah. What, what 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 is this what is the spouse like is, is the spouse german no, not at all. The same an African also, you know. So because we met in the school, this is where we met, and then from there, we become together, you know. So right now we are we are rocking it like that. <laughs> okay, so you have you have a German spouse, not a German, but an African, uh, an African, an African spouse, a Gambian spouse, a Saralonian. Okay, and um, any children? Not yet. Okay. We're hoping. You 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 have your sights set <laughs> on that. Yo, what? what is like when you come come on, Steve? Come on, you you say you're hoping or it's in the pipeline right now? Which one? Yeah. Talk to us, man. What does it yeah. like? A blind man, you 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 can't see her. Oh, you how you meet her? Oh, oh, yeah. The thing is, when I, when I was in the school, I'm somebody who whom you know that is well connected to the people although mm. most of them are germans 
But when I come to that school, everybody's like, you know, everybody's coming close. To, oh, we, we, we want to talk to you. Everybody's connected to me because mm -hmm. I am open wherever I am. I want people to come close to me and I mm -hmm. entertain them as a musician. I always entertain them without singing, singing or singing, not singing. I'm always entertaining people to make them happy because of the, the, the things that I go through. And when I see my fellow visual impaired people, I always want them to be happy. So this is how I started doing it in the school there. I... I became famous in the school. Everybody knows me from the cooks, from the teachers. You understand? So from, from there, one of the teachers who always trained the people, mobility training, and then she told her about me. This is where it started. And then she okay. was looking for me. We were all living in one campus, but she never see me. And then okay. she was looking for me until one day she met me and then she asked me, are you, are, are you this man? And I said, yeah, I am the one. He said, okay, can I talk to you? I said, I'm a little bit busy, but if, if you want to, I, we can talk now. So she asked my number. This is where we started from there. Okay. Oh, you exchanged numbers. Yeah, man. So, boy, Willie, in, in, in a summer, in a summer, Willie, she made, she made the approach to him. <laughs> she, she made the approach to him because he couldn't find her. Uh, uh, yeah, see, 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 see. And in, in, in modern times, I suppose, you know, rock or nothing wrong with that. In no, modern man. times. No, no, absolutely not. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. It's better It's better to make a move than no move at all. Yeah. Interested. But you know, one of the things I would really like to know, Willie, um, Aziz, let's, let's bring us back um, to um, to the Gambia, your childhood. Tell us, tell us what, what, what was that childhood really like for you growing up in the Gambia, prior before you becoming blind? Yeah, yo, man, before I became a blind, I was a very beautiful young boy playing football up and down, respected and then well known. You know, well known where I live, everybody knows me through football. And then from there, in the school also, I was very good in the school. You understand? I was very good, you know, in, 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 in when it comes to education. From that time, I, I I was, you know, a young, beautiful boy, you know, everybody loves me from there. And then uh, it was nice. It was nice. When you, when you lost your sight, what was life like? You must have become very depressed and, you know, very disappointed. Um, were you? And what was life like for you in that? In life that? was about to end. You know, when I lost my sight newly, and mm -hmm. I spent two months in the in the, in the in the in the in the in the big hospital in the Gambia, which is mm -hmm. which is called Royal Victoria Teaching Hospital. This is where I realized start realizing that my sight is going. And then so when this started happening to me, and then I said, No, this will not happen to me like this. And then my mother was also crying, always crying. My son, my son's eyes is gone. I said, then I started scaring. Mm. Then from there, I spent two months at, in the hospital. And then the doctor came to me and said to me, you know what? You are starting to lose your sight. You have to accept it. Mm -hmm. And I said, accept what? Then from there, I was released from the hospital. I went back home. So now the depression come. When my friends come, uh, the friends that I normally used to go with, play football, go out in the city, come back. Now they are coming and I'm not going. So mm -hmm. I realized now this is not working. I started seeing, okay, now I have to die once and for all. I don't have to live in this life again because of it is not going for me. I don't like it to be like this. Mm -hmm. Then my mother will always try to encourage me. No, don't worry. I've, it will be okay. She always 
motivate me. Don't do it. Don't do it. Sometimes I'll say, no, 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 no. I have to die. I will sometimes even abandon the room. I don't want to stay in the room. I don't want to sleep in the room. I don't want to have anything with them. I don't want to mm -hmm. be there for them. And it was very tough for me. My mother will cry my until one time something come into me and said to me, look, when one door is closed, another one will open. Mm -hmm. This is where my strength started coming back and I apologized to my mother. Then from there, I told her I want to have a radio. She buy me a small radio. I started mm -hmm. listening to radio from that radio. And then I started saying, okay, now I will do music. I will do was, music. And was there anybody who was blind, who, who was around, who could have motivated you? Did they try, Did they come to see you and to motivate you? Did you get I, any support? I, 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 I did not have that until whereby uh, one time I was in a, in a, in a, in a, um, a doctors uh, visited the country from Cuba when they come and then they said, okay, we are treating eyes and all those stuff. But when I come, I see what is, what is going on. And I say, no, now I, I, I rather keep the faith and then go like that. Then I meet a woman. This woman was also a trainer from the blind people in that country. She said to me, look at you, young boy, beautiful young boy. What happened to you? Then my mother explained to her. She gave her number to my mother. Then she said, let my mother call her. When my mother called her, she said to me, can you please come and meet me to the city, which is the capital city, Banjul. Mm -hmm. This is where I go and meet her. She said to me, oh, come here, we will train you, and then we will see whether you will manage to go with it. Then this, this is the time I started saying, okay, going in that place, meeting that woman, and then in my side also, I, I have a friend who was a DJ working in one of the radio stations called Radio 1, Radio 1 FM. Then I said to him, look, I want to do a music. He was having a sound system whereby he's playing um, every weekend in, 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 in cities. So I said to him, I want to sing. He said to me, how can a blind person sing? <laughs> I, didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know your eyes and your voice were connected. <laughs> <laughs> I said to him, oh, no, but I will try. And at, by that time in, in my own city, there was nothing like CD. I was having a cassette. A cassette, normal cassette, this normal audio cassettes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then I have some dubs in this cassette. Then I'll come and tell him, okay, can you play this one for me? Then he was playing in schools. One time he happened to play in my school, own school, where I was learning. Then I played this cassette and I was singing. When I sing this song, everybody started saying, oh, okay, he can do it. Mm -hmm. He can do it. Then from there, I came back home, started doing my homework in music, learning how to go with it until I get how to do it. Now I said, okay, I have to approach the studios. I have to record a single to go with. What instrument do you play? I play the djembe, the djembe called, uh, African drum called djembe. Mm -hmm. I play it's a, it. It's a drum. What, what, what type of a drum is it? It's made, made by a, a wooden and then the, the skin of a um, sometimes cow, sheep, goat. Mm. Goat. It can be goat as well. Goat. <laughs> yeah, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I started playing this thing, okay? Then, but before even um, the instruments, and I happened to meet a producer called MJ. He was a very beautiful young man mm -hmm. who met me, and he said to me, look, you can do it. My doors are open for you. You can come to me. I came to him in the studio for my first from for my first time in studio. He said to me, "Look, I will show you where to put your hook, where to put your verse, intro, outro, 
and then we'll take it from there. Then he said to me, do you have a song in your head? I said, yes. He said, okay, what is the song? I said, I have a song titled Why, and the title of the song called Why War in Africa. <laughs> why War in Africa? He said to me, why did you have this mind to sing about Why War in Africa? I said, yeah, because of today, I am a visually impaired person. I'm here. And I'm hearing a lot of wars that are going in Africa. And what about those visually impaired people who are living in those countries? How are they managing to escape those fightings? Mm. This is the reason why I said I have to sing and record this song for the people. Mm-hmm. And the man encouraged me. He recorded this song. And then this song went viral in the country. All the radio stations started playing this, this song. This is how it started. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so, that's, yeah, that's super. So, so maybe I'll see this as well. You could tell us a little about your siblings, your background, or your siblings. Are you the first child, second child? No, I'm not. I have, I have, I have brothers and I have two sisters. How many brothers? Two, How many brothers? Two, two. Two brothers and two sisters. Sisters. Mm. And where do you fall in that? I fall in the in the in the second. Oh yeah, the second child. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And what was the relationship like with your siblings when after you become blind? Good, because of I'm I'm a I'm a person who is well respected, who is well respected in the family and outside. My siblings will never disrespect. They are always there for me. Hmm. Yeah, they are always there for me and with full respect. Yeah, but I think part of what Rocco is alluding to is how did they react. To your brain. Yeah, they, yeah they, they they feel they at, at the beginning, at the beginning, it was so emotional and mm. then painful. But after they see that I'm not holding it, I'm not giving them chance to feel sympathized, mm. then they all come and then follow me. They changed. They changed. Yeah, man. <laughs> mm. They all come and join the journey. Yes, yes. So so now you are you found yourself at the stage where you were blind, but you were you were blessed because you had people around you who motivated you. Even <laughs> yeah, that man. producer, even that producer saw yeah, something in you. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, did you make any money off that song? Because sometimes we hear that um, records sell, but singers get very little. Did you make any yeah, money? Yeah, at, at that time in Gambia, you can, I can get money, no money for that. But I have the love for the music. I am doing my thing to entertain the people and to educate them. I was not oh, looking. Yeah, but the question I I'm was not asking. No money did, for it. Did that song pay you? You didn't get anything from from the song. Only the shows that I'm performing. This is where I get sometimes, but not from the song. Not from the song. So yeah, how did, didn't that discourage you? You write it never. Song. It never discouraged me because of okay. it's the love I have. Mm. It's the love I have. Because from that time, I started going up and down. From there, I happened to uh, went for an audition. Mm. One time, there was a competition called, uh, which was organized by the National GSM operator mm. called Damsel. And I went for those uh, one, that audition. I happened to be the, uh, uh, the people that they were looking for in that audition. Mm. Out of 30 artists, I was the only visual impaired in that competition. Mm. So every week, you have to come in the national TV and sing a new song. And so what I was it like? What was it like during that competition? 
it what was it like for you? Yeah, it was a big promotion for me because of it, whenever I came to the national TV, everybody's looking at that TV. How can this blind person arrange his song and then sing without even writing it? Mm -hmm. And then many people, and in this competition, it it was a voting also. People have to vote for the artists. If you are not voted in, you are you are kicked out. Mm -hmm. Then I happened to be in that competition up to the last stage. Competing oh, so with this you, you went to like, finals. You went to finals. No, we went after this 10, 10 stage. Then now uh, the, the, the organizers get confused. So it was very complicated for them to know who is who. Mm -hmm. Who is who? Then it goes another side. Then I left. Okay. So you you detect. So, so you, you detect. Go with it. You not at all. Not at all. Because I was not even oh, there. Because I was not even there. But I was there to co to show the people that we are also part of the community. We are also part of the society. If we are given the chance, we will we will be able to do what we wanted to do without being in the street begging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I see. So will you still say there is some form of ignorance among the, po the po among the population uh, of some of these African countries, particularly your country, towards persons who are differently able? I think it's it's not the way I am learning at this moment. I think it's not only my country. It's not only Africa. This is global, global ignorance. Global. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But what I'm getting from you, it seems like certain when when as long as you have a disability, somewhat, um, you know, generally around the world that, that's the way it is. But somewhat from what I'm getting from you, it's like person doesn't seems to be too kind very much. To, I mean, in terms of accepting persons with disability. <laughs> Yeah, this this is it. in in my own country. It was very tough for me. Even sometimes you will come to their offices and knock their door for your promotional things or for your musical things. They will start coming out and thinking that you are coming to beg. You understand? So for mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. I always I, I, I always tell them, look, I am not here for your discoins. I am not here for your money. I am here for a mission. Before you give me the fish, show me how to catch the fish. I always told them. Mm -hmm. And I stand mm -hmm. for it. And up to today, they know that me, I never go back. Whatever I say, I'm going to do it, I will do it. Either I'm seen or I'm not seen. So uh, this is how it is up to today. Many young blind people in the Gambia now, they rec recognize them through me because of what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So from what you would have doing um, over the years, what changes and stuff like that actually occur in, um, in the Gambia right now? What are the changes from whatever you've been doing? Yeah, it have a lot, lot of changes because I have seen a lot of uh, blind groups, WhatsApp groups that they have joined me in, asking for advice that they are doing. And I'm also giving them also advice because I see that now they are also doing, some of them are even trying to create their own radio station. Despite with all the uh, 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 network problems, they are trying to connect their own radio station. But what are they doing? It How they are doing it? They're doing it on WhatsApp. And they are, these are little blind children. And I say, wow, this, this is what I love to say, man. This is mm -hmm. what I love to say. And they are mm -hmm. doing it. Mm -hmm. And some of them are already now in Africa studying. I want to, I want, I want to go more into your personal business. Yeah, talk to me about dating. What was life like for a blind man trying to date a woman? Was she a sighted <laughs> woman or was she a blind woman? No, in in in, in Africa, generally, no, the, the, the one that you have now is is partial sighted. She's partial sighted. All right, yeah, so you are totally blind, and you have yes. this lady who is partial sighted. Talk to us about the dating experiences. 
<laughs> yeah. It is um, it's normal because of, you know, let me tell you one thing. Let me tell you one thing. Being blind or being partially blind does not mean anything. It doesn't mean anything when it comes to love. Because let me stop you there. It can't be normal. It can't be normal because you can't see her. Yeah. She can see you. Yeah. You have to develop a connection. Talk to me, man. How did that connection come about? Yeah, this love, you know, love is this love is just like a baby to a mother. The connection to uh, from a baby to a mother. Because when a baby comes in this world, this baby is not seen, but the mother is trying to connect the baby to the mother. So this love is like that. We are not looking for, okay, he's not seen or she's seen little, but the love is a connection that connects heart and heart. Either you like it or not, it must connect it, no matter where you are, either in America or in, in, the, in the last country of the world. When love connects you, you must go for that love. But how do you know? How did you come to the realization that this is the lady for you? Yeah, and um, the thing is, um, uh, somebody who is educated, you don't need to be, um, uh, you don't need to wait for the sentence to be completed to know what you are supposed to do. But the thing is, um, from we met, it was connected. See, approach, but immediately see, approach, the spirit that comes to me immediately shows me this is what she likes to do. Yeah, what is it like as a blind man on your first date? Take it step by step. Go to the first date and tell us exactly what happened. What where was the date and what did yeah. you do? Okay. Um now I have to come to straight to the point. The thing is, um when we first met, it was um in the evening, five o'clock PM, uh, German time. Mm -hmm. And she give give me a call and say, Hello, brother, how are you doing? Are you are you this man? I said, Yes, I am. Can you come to me? I come. Yeah, there were a lot of people sitting down next to her, and she said to me, I ha I heard about you a lo long time ago, but I have never seen you. Today is my first time seeing you. I said, okay, no problem. I am mm -hmm. here. What is your name? She tell me her name. And she asked me, what is your name? I tell her my name. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of busy, but um, maybe we'll see another time. She said, okay, no, can I have your number? Mm -hmm. Then she take my number, and I have her number. Then from there, we started talking. Talking, calling, talking, voices. Okay, okay, okay. This and okay. This is okay. When so are we the going to date? The first date was a telephone date. Yes, not from the people we meet. From uh, there were a lot of people there, so she was not able to speak. What I she understand. Was. I understand. But um, from the telephone, then we yeah. were able to find a time to sit down and talk. The what was it like when you when you found the first time together to sit down and talk? Yeah, from the first time we met, and then I said to myself, look. As an African, seeing an African woman sitting down telling you what she wants, and I will never reject her. Being a musician, well-known, famous in the school, does not mean that I have to uh, 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 left my own fellow sister down. So I said to her, look, I am ready for it. When you are ready for it, she said, okay, I am also. Then from there, I was going to my school, and then she also was doing her final course. Then from there, we started talking. She will come and we'll sit down in my room, learn some books, and then listen to some audios, and then sometimes talk about things. This is how the connection comes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is how it comes. Then we started talking. I said to myself, look, we blind people, we have to come together. We have to love each other. We have mm -hmm. to share what we have. If we don't do that, nobody will look after yeah. us. 
Because of, if we are trying to um, uh, discriminate each other, then what do you think the others will do? This is where we started. Okay, I said, look, me, I have a vision. My vision is to achieve my goals and then help my fellow visually impaired people all over the world that I can help. She said, I also have the same vision. I said, then we can work it out. Then this is how we started. So the two of you ended up uh, having the same vision, same goals. So exactly. That, that made life a, a lot easier for you. But exactly. now, and then, then from but there. No, but now you, you, you have to come together now and learn to live together. It, what is that like? like? No, it was like in the school, I was having my own room. She was also having her own side because we were all living in that school. So from there, then she finished her schooling, then she left, and I was in the school. She graduated. Yeah, exactly. Then from there, we started talking on the phone, talking, talking, until I also have a holiday. I came to my home. When I came to my home, she said to me, I want to visit you. And I said, you are welcome. From she come to my place, from that day, it was all. All connected. What connected? What? How long have you guys been talking to each other before you guys actually really connect? No, we, we, yeah, exactly. But when she left from the school, it was only one month before she we met again, and then from there. No, but but from beginning, from beginning, no, from, to, from beginning, to when we were she seen, first why? came to your house, we were seen. We were seen at the school. Mm -hmm. We are seen after school. We will all come together, sit down. Sometimes she will come to me, or sometimes I'll go to her. We'll sit down, discuss about books, read, listen to audios. You know, these are yeah. these are what, things. What, what we're trying to get at is. Uh, what was the time like? Was it six months, three months from beginning to her coming to to stay at your house? Three months. Three months. Three months. Yeah, three months. So three she months. so she came and stayed at your house. Uh, came to visit you and never yeah, left. And never left. No, no, no. She left. She, she came left. and then she was here for my holiday, two weeks holiday. Then she left, and I go to go back to my school. Then oh, from okay. there. Yeah, I started telling her, look, I, I would love to speak with your family. Then this is the time I started speaking with her family, her parents. Then the parents also appreciate me. And then this is how it goes, you know. So now we are together. Okay, so you never really wasted time. No, I, I, you don't have to waste time for a long. A <laughs> long you have to go through to the, uh, direct to the point. You don't have yeah. to go, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, so interested. I mean, both of you from two different countries. You're from Gambia. She's from Sierra Leone. Let us tell us about the cultural difference because I'm sure you guys, are, both of you, had to cross some cultural barriers. Even though you both, both of you guys are Africans. Yeah, but it, the thing is, you know, um, it's connected because of Gambia and Sierra Leone, they are all speaking English, and then the, the people in Sierra Leone, we have them in also in the Gambia. It's connected. Okay. It's a big connection. Okay. So the relationship is there between Gambia and Sierra mm -hmm. Leone. Exactly. But talk to me now. Seeing somebody yeah. and living with them are two different things. Yeah. What does it like coming together now for the two of you? Yeah, coming together, it is very tough because sometimes people will have uh, negative thinkings when they will say, okay, how can two blind people live together? How can they do this, this and that? that and All these things can lead to your separation. But thank mm. God, we we are able to manage it through patience and then um, through the love we have for each other. 
So this is how it goes. Although in, 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 in any relations have difficulties, but with all those difficulties, you have to come together to overcome them so that you can be able to live together as one people. So, so Aziz, when, yeah, you get a, when you get a private letter, who reads when it? I get a, How do when you I get read a, it? A when private. I get a private letter, who I have a mobile. It? I have a mobile. I use my mobile to take a picture, and my mobile will read this private letter. Yes, so you're, 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 you're with the times. <laughs> So, so confidential documents, both of yeah, you man. can read confidential documents without mm. bringing in a, a, a third party. Yeah. Does mm. she have enough sight to escort you when you're going places? I don't need that. I don't need people to escort me. I don't see nothing, but I do my thing, you know. I don't need a woman to escort me. I don't need a woman to go where I'm going even. Yeah, but if you're going out with her, you need to hold hands and walk together. You know, I'm a person. If I am moving from my place, I have I have my people. I have entourage. I'm a musician. Wherever I'm going, I have yeah, people. Yeah, I know. I know. But there's a <laughs> point where the entourage don't come into play. You know, once you know entourage. We are when <laughs> at there, that stage. There is stage, a point. In, we go together. We go together and I walk alone, man. That is why I'm, that, that is side what I'm side. That is what I'm trying to find out. We walk side by side. How do you cope now when you have to walk with her side by? Does she have enough side to walk with you if you're yeah, you walking know, together? It depends with the weather condition where we are. You understand? Sometimes when you want to go out, if the weather is not favorable. Somebody will say, "Okay, I can go in this weather," and you want to go, you will go, and she will stay behind. So sometimes you will say, "Okay, let's go." And then sometimes you, because I have sympathy for her also, you know, I have sympathy. I I have big sympathy in my heart for her, you know. So whenever yeah. she, yeah, this is what I have for her. But there are times when you want to go together. And that is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, we do. How, we do, do. You, how do you, how do you cope? Um, it's a coping strategy I'm trying to get at. Yeah, it's Two good. people we... walking out together. Yeah, when we are going... You are, so, you are so lost in each other. You don't have no time for food. No, no, we, no, we don't. We don't we, we, when we are going out, I'm using my white cane. He's, he's also using a white cane. When we mm. are going, sometimes we are going inside and chatting, talking. Me mm. and her, conversation. Mm. Until mm. up to the place we wanted to go. We come back the same. Okay. With, with respect, you know. Anything goes with respect. It's, mm. it's perfect. Yes, yes. Well, that's understandable. I just wanted to know how you guys manage. What about what about life in the kitchen now? Yeah, I, I cook. Me, I cook. She also cook. So both of you are good cooks. <laughs> yeah, man. What's 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 a favorite dish in, in, in Gambia? Yeah, in Gambia we normally cook uh, jollof rice, domoda, super kanja, all those type of African Gambian food, very nice foods, you know. Explain to us. Explain to us what what that what that entails. Yeah, jollof rice is one of the food that is cooked all over West Africa, mm-hmm. and then uh, super kanja is called okra soup. Okra soup. This is also cooked both Gambia and Sierra Leone, okra, uh, and Ghana, Nigeria, Guinea. Mm-hmm. Then domoda. This is a peanut soup. Oh, a peanut soup. This mm-hmm. is also 
well, 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 you know, it's well known in, in, the, in the Gambia and in Senegal. Mm-hmm. And um, any gadgets, you use any gadgets in the kitchen? Any specialized <laughs> gadgets? No, 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 no. No gadgets. No. What about what about your microwave? Is it? Yeah, we have, we we have. Um, I'm using um, a stove. I'm using a, 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 a gas cooker, and I'm also using an oven. Mm. I have a microvela. My, my, I don't know how to say it in English. Now you know my my the Dutch is uh, <laughs> taking my English away. Um. We have no, all the stuff in our You have a microwave. Have, you have a microwave. We have all. We have all in our kitchen. We have and, all. and does it does it talk to you or? No, not at all. How do you know what to touch? How do you cope with that? This is normal for me. Um, immediately you saw me how to do it. The next day I will be able to do it by myself. And we also have a a, a, a cooker. These are yeah, also. But does it have buttons or because yeah, it if has. it's it has some of them it has buttons mm. so you can learn the buttons because some of them don't have any buttons you know yeah they, they have they have okay so you use a microwave yes we do is it connected to your phone or is it separate no it's not connected this is all manual we are using our hands to fix them up and make our food eat our food by ourselves mm-hmm. we are doing it yeah <laughs> we okay. are doing it Okay. So you don't you don't want to think that I would like to know. I mean, coming from West Africa, Gambia, coming to a, f- a first world country like Germany, um, <clears throat> tell us a little in terms of the accessibility in Gambia for persons who are blind and visually impaired. And when you moved to Germany, what was that transition like? The accessibility in in Germany is far better than the Gambia. It's far better. While here, because of here, they give you all. They give you all. Even if you need help, they can knock your door and say, what do you want? We can do it for you. They give you all. But in the Gambia, they are not yet up to where, you know, it is right now. Because of, sometimes, now I'm even hearing some of them are going to school. But you go to school, immediately they finish school, no job again. Mm-hmm. You understand? No work. They have to stay at home or they have to stay like that. So this is why I'm saying here, you can go to school. When you finish school, you have to work like the normal people. About how many? About how many? How many blind people are in the Gambia? Do you have any idea? Not at all. But there are many, many, many. Apart, apart, apart. So, in terms of like uh, accessible uh, accessories for the blind, do you guys get that those stuff in Gambia? Because I heard you say, and the reason why I'm asking you this question, I heard you say something quite interested. You're a rel- relatively a young man. You got blind when you was like maybe 19 years old or somewhere around there. Yeah, am I am I right? 17. Mm-hmm. Okay, 17 years old, and you were saying when you went to some sort of, like uh, to the to the function, you actually were you would actually you actually were using a cassette back uh, at that time. So we're talking roughly about what 16, 17 years ago. Um, not that much. Yeah, exactly around that time. Exactly around that time. But the thing is, um, what, what else have you seen a cassette, really? 
<laughs> tell, I couldn't tell when. <laughs> I should have. I should. Uh, and this is the reason why I'm asking him that, right? Because that was like 16 years ago. And so what I really want to know in this modern day, um, the, the, the technology in Gambia, especially for persons who are differently able, what is it like out there? You know, the thing is advancing because if you have um, this... Um, People that are traveling to Gambia, some of them, when they are going, they are going with a muffin and then they are donating it to the people there. You oh, have yes. And yes. some people are these scholars and then this um, uh, philanthropists. Hmm. We, I have many people that I meet online that are all, also interested of what I'm doing. Sometimes I send them to go there to take whatever they can take to go and donate it to the people there. I have hmm. many connections from hmm. England, America. They are all connecting me. Where so, so, so you are saying that although they're not up to date with the technology, they get a lot of equipment brought in by friends and well-wishers of Gambia. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But exactly. The the, the, the the problem with that is that when these things go bad, you don't have... It's on the utilized as well, too, because if they don't have the technology, how are they going to learn it? Do they have people to teach them? Limited. The training is limited. No, they, 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 right now, it's changing because of, we have some of them that they send to South Africa to learn how to repair when the machines get problem. Okay, okay, okay. So those people will be helping to uh, repair the machines, braille machines, and then uh, st- the only thing that they cannot repair is the computers, because now they are also learning the computers. Some of them you, can use the laptops now. Do you have? Do you have many? Still have many friends in Gambia? I not many even. I have friends. Many is. Why I'm asking? It would be nice. It would be nice if you could put us in touch with even one person in Gambia that we can. I talk. can do that. I can do yes. that. You know, it would be nice. Not, not enough. But the only thing is, the the thing is, uh, I can connect the people. But the thing is, the connection there, the network, internet network in that area, sometimes is not not strong like here. You know. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking, if you could get somebody from who works in the in the association for the blind or the disabled. Yeah, I have it. it. I can do it. It would be nice to link with them. I have it. I can do it. So we're going to going forward. We're going to use you as one of our contacts. Why not? Assis, you want to begin by telling us a little bit about your music and um, what you have been doing and so on. Yeah, musically, right now, I'm still on it because of I'm working on an EP with a producer called Zeman with, with a label called. Kairaba production. And all is with a live band called Oneness Record. So I'm um, it's getting big because of, I have a couple of songs that I recorded already, waiting to finish this AP um to release this EP for the people in Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What kind of music do you specialize in? Yeah, for me, um, I have no um, uh, uh, genre of music because music, when it comes to me, I can play in reggae, I can play in Afro, I can play in even Zouk music. But at and this moment, most of my ahead. music is I specialize in in, in reggae music, mm-hmm. in reggae music. And I know that reggae is quite big in Germany. 
Reggae is big in Germany, mm-hmm. big in Germany, which I am already working on because of very soon I will also link you with the producer that is producing my songs. And then he will, I will make an interview with you and him so that he can explain what Asis VI is up to in this moment. Mm-hmm. King Rocco, any questions you want to add at this point? Oh, oh yeah, most definitely. Um, so you say you are um, a rec- you're a recording artist. Uh, I know in one of our discussion you said to me as well. So you have met some really great reggae reggae stars as well. So maybe you can tell us a little about that. Yeah, I met um, a lot of them. Because one of them is Admiral Tipek. Admiral Tipek is one of a friend from Jamaica, big artist. Yeah, man, respected. And then I also meet with Sesla Kalanji. Mm-hmm. I meet with Sesla Kalanji, which I'm always always at the, in the communication right now. I'm always communicating with his team. And then I also met with Gapi Ranks from London. I meet with a lot of them now, with a lot of them. Even not long ago, I'm working on a song with Admiral Tipek, which I'm not yet ready with. It will also be part of my EP if everything goes well. What? Oh, 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 I mean, in Germany and stuff. How easy for, for, for you as a musician in Germany? Yeah, it is easy because in Germany, music is well um, respected. When you are doing music, people respect what you're doing. And then I have people that are also always beside me, showing me things to do and how to do them and then how to manage my music and then how to work with bands and all those stuff. It's easier for me. What is your most, most popular song you have done so far? I have many of them, many of them. But the one that I love most is called Tolman Lafi Kelola Africa Con. means in Mandinka, because I speak four languages in my country, Manlafi Kelola means we don't need war in Africa, but in Mandinka and English. But right now, I have a song, songs that I also recorded in Germany. One of them is called Guide and Protection. And I have another one with Asikir, who's from Jamaica, a, a, a Spanish town, also called The Situation. And I also have another one, Chase Satan Away, which I have already sent to the radio. Sing a, sing a verse, one verse of one of the songs that you've done in the African language. No, I know. Let, let, I want him to, to, to sing okay. your music. Sing a song going like this. in one of the African languages. One verse. Okay. Okay. He said, All right, then. Oh, God. Guide and protect I and I along the way. Yes, I pray. Save me away from them evil lost plan. Alright then, oh God. Guide and protect I and I along the way. Yes, I pray. Save me away from them evil lost plan. Ninkina ko bino bala, bino bala kabensola, alaman sole benatema. Yo, <laughs> you know I'm always. You know I'm always. Go ahead. So that that tell the Go listeners ahead. what language is that? This is I put English and Mandinka. I put English and Mandinka. I try to connect all people, everybody. I want to connect everybody in the song. So when I sing in English and I sing in Mandinka, they understand exactly what I'm saying, and the people who are speaking English also understand. Okay, 
what it means for this song. So this is what I'm doing. Sometimes I also mix with Fuller and English. Wolof and English. This is what I'm doing. So the language is Mandinka. Mandinka, Wolof, Fuller. Okay. Mandinka is a language that is spoken from Gambia, Senegal, mm. Guinea Conakry, mm. Mauritania, uh, Mali. Fula also, the Fulani, that one is international because if you have them up to Ethiopia, they're speaking Fulani. Mm -hmm. And you have Wolof, is all in Fula and Gambia. Mm. So how many languages do you speak? I speak five languages. I speak five languages. One of them is Mandinka, Fula, Wolof, little bit of Jola, and little bit of Serir. Morocco, it makes it look like you're not trying, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. German. So, and also German. So, let's, let's, I would recommend at this stage, King Rocco, that we, we play a piece of his music and then take the station break at the end of his music and then we'll come back. Save me away from them evil as now. 
track. Maybe, uh, I see you could tell us a little about that song. What really inspired you to write that song? <laughs> yeah, this song is called uh, Guide and Protection. Because of in anything that you're doing positive, you always have obstacles that are always trying to challenge you to make you look backward. So I was doing music along the way. I did a lot of things trying to stop me from what I am doing. And I said, okay, I have to sing a song to put a stop into it. And then this song happened to be one of them that I sing about it. And the people who are trying to, you know, make me to go out of what I am doing, realize, yeah, this man, we cannot stop him. You know, when God make you to make you to be, you have to be, either like it or not. So this is why I'm trying to be. So this song is to let them know that I am there to represent my people. That, that is awesome. So, I mean, do radio stations in Germany actually play your music? Yeah, man. I even have some interviews coming up soon in Basel, Switzerland. Many of them. And I have a lot of, lot of, lot of plans maybe before end of this year because I'm coming with a new song. New three love songs that are coming soon. You, you don't say three love songs? Yeah, three love songs. Yeah. Coming up soon. Is this dedicated? Is is this dedicated towards the lady, or this is just something you you, you sing? Are you singing for all the ladies, everybody, everybody? Uh, yeah, but a while ago you were so very timid, very shy, very selective in what you were saying. <laughs> when it comes to the lady, <laughs> I want to know yeah. from I, I want to know from Aziz, where is the lady? Where is the lady right now? Yeah, man, uh, I know that one. We, we, we next interview, she will be part of it. But at this where, moment, where is she right now? Mm, yeah, man, she's a little bit far from me at this moment. Where? <laughs> yeah, that one. I think you will. You will, we will leave it like that because of you know. I told I told um the big man himself before I even come to the interview where she is because of his. Oh, yeah, yeah well, but 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 you you have told me I I, I would love to know where <laughs> yeah, is she? no one I don't know. when we go offline I gotta tell you when we are offline at, at this moment <laughs> you sound as yeah. if sound as if <laughs> for good news you're waiting for good news yeah. eh? <laughs> sound as if you're waiting for good news. I'm always this, this is like a very happy man. This is like a very happy man, Willie, just waiting, just waiting for that moment, keeping everything under the deal. He's a happy man, but he doesn't want to share the happiness. Nah, just you know it. why I'm happy even when I come to UVS Radio, the happiness I find the, the happiness in UVS Radio. That's why I'm happy because of in UVS Radio, UVS Radio, U, U, UVC, UVC, <laughs> yeah. UVC. 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 Mm. This, is, this, yes, is where but, I, this is where this happiness, might, this is where listeners might not know why I'm trying to why. express my happiness through UVC. But we we want to share the happiness with the listeners. And yeah, the this listeners. is why this is why also I come with happiness because when you come to happiness, you have to show happiness. Yeah, but happiness is a state of mind. This is what is state. And and it's I want to mind. know. I want to know what has placed you in that state of mind. UVC. Oh, what? 
Well, apart from UVC, I reckon what do you what wise would we like to do, Asim? Maybe your happiness, somebody who's not so happy right now, maybe if you share your happiness with them, if you talk about your happiness, they might say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna be happy if this guy can be happy. Let the, let the person tune into UVC. Asif, I think that would not pass. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> we need we need a little more than that. We need. <laughs> All right. Let need, me tell you one thing. Let yeah. me tell you one thing. When it comes to UVC, you get everything you want. When it comes yes. to love songs, love yes. advertisement, yes. musically, you know, yes. uh, experience. Um, that's a fact. The world knows that. <laughs> this is something that the world can tell you. But but on a, on a personal level, it's not to do something for you. <laughs> so <laughs> eh? when, that's when, what it is. You know. But the thing is, I'm I'm happy. I'm always like that. I don't want to show uh, inside of other side of me. When you uh, put food in the pot, it has to cook. Yeah, but, but when you don't like when you it, put well, bread in the cook. oven, it has to bake. But you have to on the oven if, if it, it bake. So yeah, so so what is the situation? Because of UVC on the oven, that's why it's baking. You're trying hard, but you're not you're not succeeding. This is what we call our talk and tell it like it is. We're going to hit you with it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not succeeding. <laughs> All right, then. What makes you, ha you have a, what you have a, you have a, it's, she's your wife, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. She's your wife. Yeah, and man. she's not with you at the moment. Not at all. And you haven't had a quarrel. No, I never. I, I I don't even try to have those type of things because of my. I need. A I know you don't see. To but, you, uh, but, uh, but what Will is trying to say to you, I see the listeners gonna say right now. Where is her? What's wrong? Why she's not with you now? Yeah. Why she's not thing, with man. you? This is the thing that you know. What I'm saying is, at this point, we are in a radio station whereby the whole world is listening. But yes. some of those things are, you know, <laughs> when you're in the media. Yeah. You're a celebrity, right? You know what celebrity do? What celebrity do, right? You are yeah, celebrity. You are, yeah. Ce celebrity don't have private life. You know that, right, Asif? Yeah, I don't have a private life. But Rocco, they, he's celebrity certain, certain and we are places, part of the paparazzi. There are certain times, certain places, certain topics. <laughs> so, 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 so wife, is the wife visiting her parents um, at the moment? Maybe. You maybe, say maybe, yeah. like you don't know where she is. <laughs> well, why? <laughs> I'll be frightened. <laughs> I'll be frightened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at this moment, well, 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 this... Yeah, at this moment, yeah, right now, I'm in my room, and I have a brother also here. I have a brother. Assis, my... Assis. Yeah. When you... <laughs> create a situation yeah you have to stand by that situation regardless yeah. of the circumstances and you've got to own up to the situation i'm standing firm in that situation all right so now you're going to own up mm. i'm in a studio right you know when, when i'm in the studio 
you know, when I'm in the studio, um, most of the time I always say to the producers, when I'm in the studio, music is my wife, music is my children. I don't involve wife and children when I'm, when it comes to music and when it comes to radio station. Those are things that I leave behind until I but finish the work that I'm doing for the people. If your wife has a situation which is exciting and grave, you would want to drop the music and talk about it. Yeah, when I start my music, immediately I start the music. I have to complete what I'm doing before doing anything else because of this thing is my life and my work things that is comforting my mind and then when it comes to those type of situations i have to i know where to solve them and where to find a solution for them i would just like to urge you to think about it because um you you have to face the realities of life this is what we are facing right now. When you take on a wife, yeah, man. she takes priority over everything. Yeah, man. So if she is a priority, you've got to drop everything else and talk about her when the need arises. Yeah, man. See, you know, when you also get a wife and the wife say, okay, look, I don't deny whatever you are doing, but my privacy, I don't want it in your music. I don't want anything that you're doing uh, 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 to affiliate with me. So do your thing and leave me alone. Oh, so 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 there's a distance between the two of you. No, in there's that, no distance in the musical. In are, in the, in yeah, but what you're saying is that you are you you are separate to the point where your public life is separated from your with my wife. Life. And, exactly. Uh, well, all the best. So, so my question to you, are Steve. So, when are you gonna perform? Um, when are you gonna stage in different places in Germany or Gambia? Do the wife normally come along with you, or she left behind? Not at all. She don't want to see even public. She don't want to be in public. She like. So it. she's she's one of the she's one of the stay home wife. Yeah, she don't want to see many people. She it sounds to me like home. it's a it's a cultural difference. So, so okay, so so you would say, Asif, you are more of an extrovert than she's an introvert. Exactly. Exactly. She don't want. She don't want it. I, I will not deny her from having those type of things, but she don't want it. But Asif, okay, you're now getting up in this game, right? You, I mean, I've listen. I've I've worked with a lot, a lot of international superstars. Some of the biggest name in the business. We have in, come here. We have interviewed UVC Radio, and one of the thing I can honestly say to you. From the moment you see the money start flowing and you start able, to, you start traveling and going different place, you know. Uh, I mean, this is something that definitely, if you, I mean, with your wife and yourself, she got to understand because you know what? Now you are more of an extrovert. She just likes to stay behind. She don't want to be in the public. Um, man, listen to me, man. People gonna be coming at you. How do you think you could be able to deal with those things? Yeah, people can come to you. But it depends the person you are, how you will control your emotion and to know what you left behind and to know between you and the one who create you and the promises that you make between the one that you are with. The honesty. 
On that note, Willie, we're going to go to the next song before we wrap it up here. Wrap up here. All right. Okay, you're listening to UVC Radio, the sound that binds us together. Your program is Tell It Like It Is. We'll take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we'll pick up the story. Yes, thanks. Satan is a fool, he is a scum. 
Asim, tell us what 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 language you. I know we you know you speak multiple languages, but what language you actually sing this song? And what's the meaning in the song? <laughs> this is Wolof. It's called Wolof. Wolof the language um, that is, is spoken in uh, Gambia, Senegal, Guinea-Bissau, Guinea-Conakry, and Mauritania. Is it like a native um, tribal language or something? Yeah, is the yeah. It is. It is. Awesome. 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 So what inspired you to write that song? Yeah, you know, sometimes you have to write a song according to the language to communicate with the people that you wanted to reach out in your own region. Because of the song is about Satan because of most of the people in my that area, they are following Satan to destroy their own country, to destroy themselves. So they better avoid Satan to live peace among themselves. Uh, what is your definition of that when you say they are following Satan? Pardon? What What is your definition of, of that when you say what they are following Satan? Yeah, the definition is some of them they always wanted to topple their governments or always making things um, that will always bring the country down. You know, there are many of them there. Some of them are holding guns. Some of them are doing things that are not good, even killing people. Or some of them are, you know, so it's better to educate them through music, to let them know that anything, even in your own family, Satan can come between. Because Satan can make you to be angry and then do something that you should not do after you regret but if you know how to control yourself and let not Satan overcome you, you will never get into those traps. So, so you think your music has been very much impactful on the people? Definitely, definitely. Many people have been calling me, telling me, we love what even elders, old people, people that are even older than my parents, they are calling me to tell me how you know, happy they are when they listen to my songs. Let me ask you a very important question, Iranda. Do you have your masters for your own music? Not yet. Not yet at all. Not yet. Why are you, why are you wasting time? <laughs> this is, uh, this is the, the, the thing that I'm doing right now because of, I'm in a place whereby I can have those access things. This is why I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's a journey. Most definitely. We, 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 we're going to take one more song from him before we wrap it up, and we're just going to get a little chit-chat discussion for the next five minutes or so before we wrap up our ten minutes. So let's get into our next song. Walito de 
Yeah, this song is <laughs> it's a big song combination. Me and Asiki Rose from Spanish Town, Jamaica. I would li- like to say respect to all my brothers and sisters in Jamaica. Love and respect to all of you. You understand? It sounds so much like Chronics. People that are listening to UVC radio and then let them know that this is just the beginning and it will not be the end. You know, let them support the radio station. It's all about love peace and unity. So this song is all about combination, bringing Jamaica close to Gambia, bringing Jamaica close to Africa, bringing Gambia close to Jamaica. So this is what I'm doing right now. So I give thanks for the interview and I say thank you very much for everything. And the old people that are listening, I say thank you to all of you. It's all about love. How have your songs, yes, how have the songs been going? I mean, you you have released how many songs have you released since you've been in germany since i've been in germany i've almost um i can't even count them some of them are not even <laughs> yet out in the studio because i'm working with those that you have released how many have you released in germany i've already released more than six i think six of them and um how have they been doing so far they are going big they are going big because next year I'll be going out to perform my festival, summer festivals all over Germany. Any on the hit parade yet? Pardon? Any on the hit parade yet? Um, 
maybe in the next two, three weeks. No, no, no. You need to tell me, have you got any on the hit parade? Hit parade? I, I, I didn't get that properly because it's breaking. Have you got any songs that are hits on the hit list? Many, 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 many to come. I have some, even, um, I have a song coming up. This is a um, ska reggae that I sing. And then also with in German, in English and German. What it, number it did, did that song reach on the, on the, on the hit songs, the top 10? Top 10 in you know, basically, you know, like a billboard or, you know, like, like something like the music chart. Not yet, not yet, not yet. That one is not yet. Are you on the top 10 in Germany? Not yet, because of here, um, the music that they are doing and the music that I am doing, you mm -hmm. have to fight hard to connect it because they are doing another type of music. Mm -hmm. What this is what, I, what I'm doing. What type right of now. music are they doing? Okay, the music, most of the music that they're doing is pop music and then hip hop and then some uh, how's it called rock music, those type of things. And you are doing reggae music and my African songs, reggae Afro. Okay. So reggae. What, what, what is your? Sp it is Go popular. On. It is popular. It is popular, but it depends the site you are living in. Because German is a big country. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, King Rocco. No. So, what is your spirituality like? Strong. So you have a very close relationship with the creator? Very well, very well. Because of from him, I belong to. And from him, I will return to. So apart from music, I see, what else do you do um, as your hobbies? What, what fun time do you have with your family? Let's say maybe a while. Do you guys go to the movies, go to the mall? Go. Sh what, what do you guys do together? Yeah, we sometimes go to restaurants and the swim, uh, swimming pools and all those, those stuff, walking in the forest. I like being in the forest always. I like nature. I like nature. That, that is beautiful. Well, I'll see if definitely, um, definitely we will, we will we'll definitely wrap it. We want to appreciate. Would well, you have anything else to say before we wrap it up? No, I think that covers it. That covers it. All right. So, where person can find your music? I see. If I mean, we yeah, know you're artist. Where person song. can find your music? If somebody want to look you up, how they can find you? At this moment, they can connect me on TikTok. They can connect me on Facebook. But unfortunately, on Facebook, people can add me because of my 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 friend list is full already. But you can follow me. You can add me, but you can follow me. Yeah, but who they are looking for? As is VI. Can you spell it for the listeners? A Z I Z V I. As is VI. And I'm saying and thank you very much for having me, two of you. I wish you all the best. UVC, you know, it's a big station. And I know it will not be the end. I will send UVC to Africa and then Af Gambia. West Africa, I know Nigeria is there, but Gambia is the place for UVC. If you have any questions or comments regarding this program, please address them to norwill2 at gmail.com. That is N-O-R-W-I-L-L number 2 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have a happy 
and productive week. That's it for today. Join me next time when we will present another in the series Vision Scope. Music was provided by Rennie Williams Jr.